quick disclaimer, the podcast has been changed to low-key opinionated, so if you hear teen whatever, please disregard it and continue listening to the podcast. Thank you. Hello there, and welcome back to another podcast segment of Teen Whatever. I actually have a really fun guest on the show today. I'm really excited. Emma, say hello, Emma. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Now, I was telling you, I tell most people this too, because I was talking about it in my last podcast. Mm-hmm. I still get nervous talking to the mics. I think it's just because it's a weird foreign object in your face definitely and it's like most people i don't think spend their time you know trying to talk into a microphone that's not like how most conversations go right so it's a little bit new (laughs) and most like conversations aren't monitored and recorded and everything so exactly so you're like nobody can like go back like (laughs) what did i say who knows (laughs) nobody can remember so it's been a long time since i've seen you it has actually i think it's been like what two years since the camping trip i think was like the last big time was I saw you was that I think so camping and that trip was, from hell oh girl let me tell you that that tent oh my god <laughs> that I was sharing with a certain someone was not cute <laughs> it was not cute let me tell you um I know some people don't know exactly <laughs> hey go ahead and explain it just keep talking yeah. relax tell your story <laughs> tell us how you were feeling because that was one of the moments when I was with mm-hmm. Emma I was like I like her. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we, yeah. Were, we were doing that um, car ride because I remember I went in your Jeep because yeah. we didn't have enough room, And mm-hmm. I think. Because, yeah, I think we were doing, like, was it when we were trying to go from campsite to campsite? Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, that. Because we were shivering cold. Ooh, that, that was, was a, a time. long drive. <laughs> that was definitely a time. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that for a second because i remember i felt bad for you because you kind of like (laughs) she got stressed you had to go mia for a bit you're like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. we're so i'm so close to home right now i'm just gonna go home and sleep for a bit Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. regenerate that okay and the thing is (laughs) so i'm the kind of person who i have certain fears um For example, bugs, um, specifically spiders, but really anything that crawls or flies like that makes me deeply uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) And by the time we had been driving all day, because we ended up driving from, because we were at the edge of BC, I think, right? Like where we got kicked out of our campsite because of the the fire bans. Yeah. Um, And so we ended up driving all the way through to Jasper. Mm -hmm. And then we had to drive all the way back. And we ended up driving for hours and hours that day. So it had already been a long day. We found a campsite that was a bit closer to home. Um, And then at night, where we were, um, I guess it was a nest of daddy long legs. That everywhere. Like, it was covering the ground. It was on... (laughs) It was like they were crawling everywhere. They were on, like, our boxes. They were... Just, yeah. Just everywhere. It was a lot Just literally handle. everywhere. <laughs> so, after that day, I would say I was definitely um, drained, <laughs> to say the least. Emotionally. You know, I, I don't think I had ever in my life seen someone with such apparent arachnophobia until I saw you. Like, mm-hmm. you were just... I never understood it. I remember at the time, I was like, what the fuck? Like, For sure. What is she, what is she acting like this? And then mm-hmm. I was like... I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get I have my own phobias, too. Mm-hmm. But I was like, she, she's like, this is like her personal hell, if you think about it. Literally. Like, it was, and it was in such a way that, like, because we are on the ground, like, when you're camping, like, you're in a tent. Like, there's no, oh, I'm just going to step there's up. There's no barrier. Exactly. There's and no barrier. I, it's like, in the darkness when I can't see something, that on top of it makes me even more, like, terrified of it, right? Like, you don't know if it's coming. 
is you it on my head? Yeah, you don't know where it is. Like, what's going to happen next? I'm terrified. I get it. I actually <laughs> have a fear of, like, even now, like, in my room, I'll have mm-hmm. a fear of, like, bugs, like, laying their eggs in my ear. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know. Like, if you can't fight it off. You're just like You're at its mercy. <laughs> I remember there was this one episode of Survivor I was watching, and she had like this tiny little grub like crawl into her ear, and she Mm-mm. almost had to tap out because Mm-mm. she's like, I can't sleep at night because I can hear the thing on my ear. <laughs> Excuse me? I no 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 no. So I get I get your fear, but and now I look back at that camping trip. I'm like, you know, it was a hot mess, but it was fun. It was honestly though, as much as. There was parts of it that, yeah, don't get me wrong, probably a little PTSD flashback here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it was definitely so much fun. Like, I mean, just being able to go out and kind of just do whatever we wanted together. Yeah. And I think it was a really good, like, bonding experience for all of us, too. I think so, too. <laughs> I think it also gave me, um, excuse me, gave me mm-hmm. perspective on who I am. I don't think I'm a camper anymore. You learned like, that about yourself. You're I like, this learned isn't. that about my, because, like, I was like, you know, I hate to sound like a little prissy bitch, but I like a shower. Who? True, a clean shower, a nice shower. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to wash my face. True. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like my porcelain throne. I hate outhouses. I don't think I used one the whole time we went camping. I either waited, oh god, or yeah, I just waited. <laughs> Emma's just like holding everything in, and she's just—it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll find a nice, nice heated. Bathroom at, some at some point, we'll go for food. <laughs> okay, honestly, like fucking outhouses are disgusting. The mm-hmm. same thing with fucking porta potties. Like, oh. I don't know if this is too much information. You don't sit on those. You, you can't, can't even hover. Even hovering <laughs> gives me anxiety. I'm like scared of the fumes. I'm scared I'm gonna get sucked in. Like fall in, and nobody ever finds you. Like, <laughs> I think that would be literally my worst nightmare. How many fucking disease? You know how much pink eye you would get. Pink oh eye, girl, <laughs> sepsis. You are, you are not. Yeah, there's no coming back. Yeah, and, <laughs> your and eyes melted out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> like, there's so many. Like, there's, like my brain goes to like. There's mm-hmm. needles down there. There's like dead things down there. Sometimes I'm like, is that where like the under people live? Like, I don't oh, know. It's the access to the hell. It's access to hell. Literally, that's how they get in. Probably that's how the demons come and get us. That's like, where spiders come from. Like, you know hey. what? Here's the thing. I wouldn't doubt it, and like, I don't want to know it. You know, I don't need to know what's under there. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm not curious. No, I hate going to, I hate having to pee at night when you're camping. It's just like the worst, because I'm the kind of person where I can't go to sleep if I have to pee. Fair. It's, it's, I don't know if it's like an OCD. I have like Mm -hmm. my little ritual before bed. I'm like Mm -hmm. hand cream, Mm -hmm. lip balm, Mm -hmm. I gotta pee, and a sip of water. Like that's. Right. And then you're ready to go. Like she's ready to sleep. If I sit or lay in bed and I'm like, even if I have to pee a little bit, I'm like, I can't sleep. Like, I can't really? do it. So imagine like going yeah. camping and just holding it in. Oh my God. It reminds me of camping stories I had with my brother too. We had a camping trip like that. Oh really? It was, it was just not good. Like it what was, happened? Oh, it was just, I think, I think we were all from, it was a little camping trip mm-hmm. from hell in okay. a good way. Okay. It's fond memories, but mm-hmm. one thing, my mom forgot to pack the tent poles Oh, girl, what? So we had a flat tent, so we actually had to so go... So a tarp? <laughs> like, <laughs> just like a nice little, like, cheap sleeping bag to sleep on. Not under, that. not even underneath. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> and we actually had to go... My brother had to buy a tent. Mm-hmm. So he was already just like, what the fuck? Where are the tent poles? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was two little kids with us, too. My niece at the time, I think she was like... I'm going to say five or six so really okay. young and then my mm-hmm. nephew was like three or four okay mm-hmm. so everything that's that, 
everything that could go wrong went wrong. I remember mm-hmm. I went to go get marshmallows and I had bought too many bags of marshmallows. My brother's like, why are you buying two? We only need one. And You're I like, was like, oh, shit. I just okay. want to be prepared. I'm I sorry. Wanted, my grubby ass just wanted some extra marshmallows <laughs> at dinner. You're like, I want so many s'mores. Don't limit me. Yeah, let me put myself into a diabetic coma so I can just cope with this. Yeah, like, you're in the woods. Why not? And then I remember when brother was very... Uh, Makes sense. You didn't mm-hmm. want any water bottles in the tent, but I think I left mine, but I propped it up in the corner of the tent, so okay. I knew it wouldn't fall, Okay. but my nephew was having a little tantrum, and he got mm. put in timeout in the tent, and he, like, was throwing shit, and he threw Raging. my water bottle, mm-hmm. and it got the little kid's sleeping bags all wet, and he's like, why was your water bottle in the tent, Vanessa? I was like, I'm sorry. It's like, the one time. The one time I leave it in there, of I'm course. A, I'm a complex person. I like drinking water before bed, but then I gotta pee, so... This is where my dilemma is at. Yeah, no, I see how you have an issue there. I see why you got to do that checklist. Otherwise, yeah. ooh, it and goes then, bad. <laughs> and then my niece got, we don't even know what the fuck got in her eye. Like, we don't know oh. if it was a fungus or if it was, she was touching some pine cones because we were playing. We were actually having fun. Yeah, but. And then she touched, untouched her eye and it sw- like swelled up like a freaking golf ball and she couldn't no. see out of it. So we were like, okay, well, what do we do? Oh and I was like, gosh. let's leave. <laughs> it's time to go home. It's time to Hello? go home. Hello? Like, phone home? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not a camper anymore. Like, that's fair. I need a comfortable environment to sleep. You know what's funny? As, like, I don't know why I'm like this because, like, for someone with, like, because it's, de- it's definitely a phobia for me, like, the fear of spiders and bugs. Like, because the way I react is unbelievable. Like, my hair could turn white because I'm so scared type thing. And yet, camping, I love. <laughs> like, I love camping so much. And I'm not good at being cold either. And that's all that you are when you're camping. Like, oh, yeah. Nighttime you need a is cold. Yeah. That's I'm it. like a baby, honestly. I need like an ambient temperature at yeah. all times to oh be comfortable. God, yes. Some snacks, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> Lots of blankets. I need oh. snacks <laughs> at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a snack bitch. Like, before mm-hmm. bed, I'm like, mm, like, what kind of grub can I find up in the fridge here? Like, what can I get? Literally. I can't survive without snacks. So I get mm-hmm. that. It's just, it's kind of, I think the right word would be paradoxical because right. you don't mm-hmm. like camping. You do like camping, but you don't like camping in an environment that's not comfortable, which is pretty much what camping is. Exactly. But at the same time, I will put up with it for the experience. <sighs> Such a yeah. complex person. Truly. In I'm a good like a way. Rubik's Cube, you know? Can I, she solve it? You know, no. I, I feel like. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect. Just get a Rubik's Cube right on your tramp stamp. Mm, complex. That's the spot for it, me. Yeah, people are like, what does that mean? You could be like. It just means I, I'm hard to figure out. You need gotta work for it, you know. <laughs> Tucks hair behind here. Or I'm just really special. I'm not <laughs> like other girls. Ooh, a pick me. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna turn that self hatred somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like a fine line between glamping and camping. Like I don't want to go in right. an RV. No, that's like I feel like that's like for people with kids. Yeah, like you like, have to yeah. do that. But I'm also not a person who wants to sleep in uncomfortable temperatures. Like, I need, like, a little heater. I need a little space heater. Yes. And, like, for people to not be, like... Like, those people who are very, like... I don't know, camping purists, I guess I could say. Yeah. The people who are like, you have to bring your mountain little sleeping bag that just like sucks your little body in (laughs) (laughs) and like sleep in this little tent that only fits like you laying down. You can't actually like fit in it. Like those type of people. I'm like, that's nice for you, but I want. That's a skill. Mm -hmm. I could never. I could. I don't have the patience. Mm -mm. Or like the desire to be in that much pain. I remember we were actually in like a panic stage where we... We're so desperate for warmth. We went to mm-hmm. 
the camping store or the gas station store and we found tin foil blankets. Yeah. Blankets. Oh, those helped though. And I remember you were like, fuck, give this to me. And I remember <laughs> I should have taken a fucking picture. I and kept them. Oh my God. Are they, do you use them at home or are they kind of like emergency blankets? They're emergency sweat Perfect. if I ever need them again. Perfect. Emma's like, I'm going to relive my trauma every time I see them, but it's worth it. Literally. And I remember I woke up and we, oh my God, it was so depressing. We went to bed at 8.30 because we were like, so maybe we could sleep away this pain and Literally. cold. Maybe it'll go away. It didn't work. And I remember I woke up and I sat up and I I checked my clock. I think I had slept for an hour. I was like, are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? Time was creeping by. I don't think I've ever experienced seconds go by so slowly in my life. It was horrible. And I remember I looked over at you <laughs> and I had never seen a bitch wrapped up as much as you were. <laughs> when I tell you the layers that I had on, like... I, I honestly I think it was three pairs of socks and like two of them were like those thick like yeah. high socks I had like shorts leggings sweatpants oh, and then fuck. like another set of pants like those like PJ pants and then like a t-shirt <laughs> a sweater <laughs> and like a jacket and then like blankets wrapped into my sleeping bag like you were like yeah. burritoified <laughs> like I looked over at you and like all I could see was like like the moon part of your face just literally like, the main part. a breathing like, hole I had no I yeah, I saw no hair. Mm-mm. I didn't see your eyebrows or eyes. No, ma'am. Were, and, and then on top of that, I saw poking out through your sleeping bag that tinfoil blanket. I was like, shit. Oh, yeah, that was tucked in there. <laughs> Actually, that was under the blankets yeah. for the warmth. <laughs> I was like, Emma's fucking cooking right now. And yet my toes were still freezing. I was yeah. shaking in all that, by the yeah. way. I remember you were like, I'm going in my car for a bit. I'm turning on the heat. And we're like, you know what? If you got to mm-hmm. do that, you got to do that. But that was the beginning of the longest night, though, because by doing that I found out my car was dead <laughs> oh that's right yeah because I was like okay I'm gonna turn on my car like just for a little bit because like I really can't get warm like it I don't know if it had been hours or not but it felt like it felt like an eternity yep so I was like okay like I'm gonna try to get warm and then I try to start my car and it's just like and I'm like oh and it was a new car too wasn't it yeah that was when it was still like new to me and I was like no 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 no, it's broken forever. Like, what are we going to do? We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to have to, like, ditch my car. <laughs> like, We're my mind went. <laughs> Literally. We're going to have to find some, like, nice, you know, white murderous family down the way and be like, hey, can we get a ride? Hey, like, do you want to give me, like, a little a little lift, a little, please? A little pop, a little boost on my car here. Here's the thing, though. I don't want to be in the movie Get Out. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. We're good without that. Yeah, like, I can definitely go the rest of my life without having to, like, run away from a cul-de-sac. Um. Yeah, yeah. I just actually, um, speaking of that kind of off-topic, I actually watched that for the first time mm-hmm. uh, in December. Oh, okay. I How had never like it? seen it, but I knew how to end it. I loved it. It yeah. was so, because I was actually writing it for my um, horror film paper. Mm-hmm. And I was just writing about, because we had to choose one of the topics of, like, race within films. And I was like... For sure. This one is that Jordan Peele knows what he's doing. Amazingly done. And I made my dad watch it, and he was just like, ugh. He's like, if it ends with him getting arrested, I'm done. And I was like... Valid. So, so yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I actually was reading up that Jordan Peele almost did that. He actually had a whole, like, film sequence done for that ending where he got arrested and went to jail. Really? Yeah, and he decided not to do it because he was like, it's a little too depressing. Let's give some hope. I was mm-hmm. like, shit, you made a good call. Definitely. I would have been pissed. Because that's like... I feel like that just brings it... Because we all, I mean, the reality is that. Mm -hmm. But, like, the way that he does his movies is so, it's so well done, but it's, like, 
I don't know, like, it's not based in completely our world, which I appreciate, I guess. So, like, bringing, I feel like, that ending in would have kind of, like, brought it home in, like... Okay. Because like, yeah. you want, because I think <laughs> that's why he's such a good storyteller, especially with that one. Is like, mm-hmm. it brings it into a sense where it's like, oh, thank God. Like, mm-hmm. it's a satisfying, because there's not a lot of satisfying endings when you look in, like, as no. corny as it sounds like real life shit that's been going on. Not even a little bit. So when you're like, fuck yeah, like that crazy Rose bitch mm-hmm. died. Like, ew, I hated it when, like, you knew she was a fucking killer when her bangs went up. I was like, you gotta. Oh, girl. I was like, you gotta. <laughs> the bangs bang went. <laughs> I was like, you have a big-ass forehead. You have mm-hmm. no reason not to be hiding that. So you're a psychopath. There's something under there, and I know that there's an issue. Like, a big fucking fact. skating rink. Mm-hmm. Literally, oh homegirl. <laughs> she said, six head who? <laughs> <laughs> Skipped right past the fifth. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, but mm-hmm. that was such a good movie. And I just totally forgot that I watched it, so good for you Good for you for bringing that up for us. No, yeah, it's amazing. Wait, did you watch um, his other movie, um, Us? Oh my god, that fucked me up for a long time. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my god. I came home from the theater and I laid in my bed and I was like, it's not that scary. And Mm -hmm. I I can't, I actually can't remember the pitch or the music because it traumatized me, but I was laying in bed and it was playing in my head. Like that one song. um, Yeah. Oh, and I'm the worst with song titles, so like don't ask me what it's called. But there was a certain song I know that really, like, just the eeriness. Oh yeah. Dun 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 dun. Mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot do it justice. I'm like, I'm Me not neither. coordinated with music or whatever you want to call it. My memory's so bad. But yeah, mm. it was like, I hate, it was like, yeah, dun, dun. Ew, it's all mm-hmm. coming back now. Ew. <laughs> I remember I was laying in bed and I just couldn't stop like hearing like the little rabbit squeals too. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my fucking Those God. Those squeaks. Yeah. And I remember, I'm the kind of person, I feel like you're mm-hmm. this kind of person too. Where mm-hmm. I watch horror movies and I make fun of them because that's the only way to cope. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Like I have to, like, like certain parts I have to laugh about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in the theater with my friend and I was making comments. And I and I try not to be that obnoxious moviegoer, but I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you going there? And then... People, Why are you going to the basement that literally has a sound in it? Like, what's the fuck's wrong with you? And I remember some people around me were laughing. I'm like, thank God people feel the same way. Because mm-hmm. you're just being a stupid horror movie bitch doing this. Literally. Let's too not, predictable. You're smarter than this. We hope. But I remember the <laughs> ending was like, oh my God, when you found out that she wasn't... I'm sorry if you can hear like a purring. That's my dog. She wants to come in, and <laughs> she I, to hang I'm out. sure at this point everyone knows. I talk about her in every podcast. She's just trying to get in. Mm-hmm. She's no. She's gonna. She's gonna be loud. I she knows even, that you're talking about her. She heard you. <laughs> I don't even know if she can. If y'all can hear her outside, but okay. Oh, there might be a couple little barks getting in. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just throw like a dog biscuit out there for her in a second. Mm. That'll shush her up. Keep her distracted. And I remember I watched, like, videos that Mm -hmm. unpacked the movie, Mm -hmm. and you miss so much, like, the reason why the daughter is not as good as a runner is because her mom comes from the other world that's not, like, genetic, like, Where they're not as good. Fucking fuck me up. Mm Mm-hmm. No, there's a lot of things. Like, those are, like, his movies are the kind of movies that you need to watch them multiple times to even, Mm -hmm. even begin to understand, like, the amount of things that are, like, woven into the story that, like you just don't see or you just don't know are connected. Exactly. You know what I mean? And even watching those videos where someone else breaks it down like helps so much because it's like, I wouldn't even have thought of that. I know, because you get so immersed into like this tense moment, like, it fucking, I, well, and how that, I can't remember the actress's, I can't remember the actress's mm-hmm. name, but when she was like, when we were first introduced to her, I can't even Lupita? remember. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like sitting and she's like, 
putting her fingers on her face. The tapping. Tilting it. I was like, girl, you fucking creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. And then she, I actually um, watched her do interviews. That voice she did. Yes. Because of the damaged vocal cords. Yes. Was, she had to train for that She shit. did. And she had to, like, make sure that she was doing it safely so that she didn't actually, like, hurt herself. Um, because it was such, like, a strained, like, unnatural, like, way of speaking. Definitely. But it did the job like it worked okay fucking creepy. <laughs> i was like and it's the kind of movie where it's not like horror based but it's very thriller suspense based and that yes and psychological I, for like, sure i remember that the, the worst part was like the family at the end of the driveway like the other family and they're on the red when like, they wait yeah and i was like oh my fucking god and then you got big old dad here just be like Turning on his dad voice, like "Get off my fucking property!" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That dad voice." And then, she, and then she's like, "Did that clap?" And they all like, and they dispersed and ran off, like, like little, like, like, oh, I just, yeah, y'all are dead. It's like the way that, like, watching someone do like a backbend and then like crawl at you. You know what I mean? Like, like that, like that feeling. And that's how I feel. Just when they scamper. Ew, ew, scamper. That's such a good way of putting it. Literally, like little rats. I oh, I really hated mm-hmm. the knee scene when the other dad like, takes that bat to the knee. Oh my god. Yeah, it's because they made it such like a hollow noise. Like they made it really sound like yeah. you're just popping a knee. Oh my. <laughs> and then I found it so funny when that um, I, I think it was Elizabeth Moss character. Okay. The other family came to that rich white house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the twin daughters, I think, were the creepiest ones. The twin daughters? Like, the blonde ones? Yeah. Oh! Or, or the um the actual daughter from, mm-hmm. like, the family. I can't remember any character named. No, me neither. The Trust runner me. daughter. Like, she had no fucking eyebrows yeah. or whatever. I was like, shit. Yeah, no, she made me uncomfortable. But it was, like, I don't know why, but I don't know. Like, something about Lupita and just, like, looking in the mirror at yourself. Like, something about that just, like, makes me so <laughs> uncomfortable. Uns- yeah. <laughs> like, for me, it was her eyes that really, like, hit. Popped. Like, she just had them so open. There's, like, these big Bambi eyes just staring. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Like, but there was, like, nothing behind them at the same time. Just a dead person. Just mm-hmm. dead. Soulless. Literally. That's how you, that, you put it a better way than I did. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever like, go into, like, the bathroom like, make a really scary face and scare yourself? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, like, really stare into your eyes and wonder if there's going to be something thing like that ew, ew. <laughs> i remember i made there's this one face i can make i, mm-hmm. I don't do it very often because i freak myself out in the bathroom but i remember i did it a few months ago i was like ew what the fuck i actually scared myself that like, is fair you're fucking nasty and terrifying don't ever do that again <laughs> oh my gosh you're like how dare you come at me with that like <laughs> get the fuck away from me no honestly the amount of time that i spend making weird faces nobody needs to know <laughs> it's okay like that's the only reason why i have snapchat i don't use it to and then cutesy it's like no you get triple chin like, yeah if i'm gonna look ugly on purpose i'm gonna look ugly like, on purpose working it okay like i want up angles for days okay yeah i found Thank the best you. way <laughs> i found the best mm-hmm. way you like go upside down and you take your phone and like gravity just naturally pulls everything to an unsettling place like a place where you're like, is that me? Mm-hmm. It's like, do I look like this to people? Is this what my chins are appearing to everyone else True. when I'm looking when I'm looking down? Right. Like if I'm not paying attention, what's happening? I don't want to know. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> now I think, are you the kind of person who has a resting bitch face, like chronic resting bitch face? 
Mm, I definitely think I, yeah, I think so. But I also have like a really like disinterested face. And like, I think, <laughs> I mean, in high school, I know that uh, <laughs> it happened when I was like uh, graduating. There were so many people that came up to me and were like, oh my gosh, like I thought you didn't like me. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I didn't. I, didn't I don't care for you. I didn't know you actually were there. So, like... Literally. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I didn't even, like, register that I we had an interaction. To, I didn't even care to look. I, I get Oops. that... I feel like... Here's the thing. With disinterested mm-hmm. faces like mm-hmm. that, resting bitch faces like that, they're kind of a blessing. Mm-hmm. But a curse. Mm-hmm. Because I yeah. have chronic bitch face. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm very unapproachable. No one wants to come talk to me when... I have my bitch back. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Okay, for sure. You're I'm in your own world. I'm just have. I'm just vibing. I'm just thinking of my own thing. And mm-hmm. I don't need you fucking judging me and being like, what's wrong? Nothing's oh my wrong. God. Then, and then when you answer like that, they're like, well, obviously something's wrong. It's like, no, no, no. I was just undisturbed and now I'm disturbed. There's a difference. By you constantly asking me what the fuck is wrong. Exactly. When I told you nothing was wrong, I meant it. And also if something was wrong and I didn't tell you, well, I didn't tell you. Mind your damn business. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <sighs> <laughs> now, um, mm-hmm. I was teasing in my last podcast mm-hmm. when I was talking with my other friend, mm-hmm. and like I was saying, you're an interesting mm-hmm. person to talk to because you just finished nursing school, correct? I did, I did. The yeah, long arduous journey. <laughs> uh, Sarah would tell me. Sarah's my sister, by the way. This mm-hmm. is kind of, I, you know, I'm gonna say we're friends. Like, you're yeah, not abs- just you're not just my sister. No, friend. absolutely. Like, you're my friend. We can actually like have conversations and like enjoy each other's company. Like, I really do actually enjoy hanging me out with too. you. Oh, like. Me too. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Yeah. No, when you asked me, I was so excited. I'm glad because some Mm -hmm. people are just like, oh, mm, podcast. What am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? It's like, well, the same way you have a conversation. Yeah, just ignore (laughs) the mics and just ignore the dogs and just ignore everything else. Exactly. Just pretend that you are nothing. Uh, (laughs) Literally. That's such a mood. But But it's interesting because honestly, like, I think everyone on this podcast knows that listens to this, like, mm-hmm. the few people, you know, shout out to that one person who's from Sweden. Oh, heck yeah, Sweden. I have been listening, but I, I yeah. was reading, like, my, my like, <laughs> analytics and logistics. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, one listener in Sweden. I was like... Love that. Hi, Sweden. Hey. Shout out to, I think, Florida, Texas, Ooh, uh, Alberta. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to everyone. same listening. place, all in one. Um, yeah. Kidding. We can, yeah, we could all merge into one country, mm-hmm. considering what's going on in Alberta. Yeah. I, I mean, but, you know, it's... It is. It's a mess here. It's a mess with, like, our whole pandemic. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog. She's literally clawing to get into the door. <laughs> she wants to be a part I'm of this. I'm working on it. She was quiet for a good half an hour, but mm-hmm. now she's just being, you She's know, excited. Attention. She likes you. She's like, who's in there? <laughs> like, I want to play. I want to come scratch you and annoy the shit yes. out of you. Yes. Can I put your hand in my mouth just a little bit? Just a little. Not just a lot. Just lightly. Gonna, it's super light. light oh, no, 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 no. I just want to hang out with it. Literally, you just summarized my dog right there. Yeah, because she's not trying to get you. It's just no. like I want to hang out. She's like, can I can I hold your hand? I can't really. So just put your hand in my mouth. Exactly, like now it's right closer. here. We have this connection. We now. are one. Touch my esophagus real quick. <laughs> and you were just telling me you're not licensed yet. So how does that work really yeah. quick with licensing? For sure. So um, like I graduated. So I'm done all my um all of like my courses that I had to do so that's all done um but now I have to study basically virtually like my whole program again in a way um and make sure that I have like all my competencies like the things that I'm allowed to be doing the things that um 
I'm going to be responsible for and just really knowing um, like the basics of nursing, I guess, um, mm-hmm. so that I can take a big test basically. And then it it's like pass or fail. <laughs> no, you get a grade, but it's it's a pass or fail idea. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, gotcha. obviously, you get a grade, but um, <laughs> sorry, brain goes to her. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I take a test, um, and then I wait like a few months normally to get my results, and then once I get my results, and if I pass, then I get my full license. Um, so while I'm waiting to take the test, I get a temporary license, which does let me practice, but I have to wait for like the school and um, the licensing body mm-hmm. to um, get like all of the information. Um, sent over yeah basically. I think now anyone's gonna come for me you could try but I think n- like nurses are almost doctors because you know a lot of shit oh the experienced ones actually I mean a lot of the time really experienced nurses once they've been working for a long time doctors go to them yeah for the information and normally go to them for advice or what they think might be the best course of action like obviously not in all scenarios obviously but you know a lot of the time the nurses are the ones that are with the patient the most so yeah. they probably do know you know what might be um going on a better option and mm-hmm. you know in practice too what kind of works and how it works with a lot of people yeah because it's know? a hard it's a really hard gig i feel because you're mm-hmm. like pretty like everyone's saying you're like frontline right now right yeah and i think what from what i remember i was hearing sarah say that you were volunteering with hospitals correct um so i wasn't volunteering like i mean I wasn't getting paid, <laughs> but um, it's part of school, so we have our mm-hmm. practicums. Um, so I had um, a few placements, and I had a couple of them that were in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically I would work um, like full shifts, like a proper rotation, um, as if I was actually working. Um, I would have um, for the first few were you know in groups, um, yeah. and like we'd go off and have our own patients and stuff, but. Um, you know, we're overall supervised by someone from the school. Yeah. Um, but then for the last placement, you end up um, a lot more independent mm-hmm. and you're placed with a nurse on the unit kind of thing. Um, and then from there, you get your assignments and you work virtually independently. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you have someone, someone to that's... fall back on just in case you exactly. poke someone's eye out or put the thermometer <laughs> in the wrong place. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We you're like, that. where does this go? I have no idea. <laughs> it was interesting because I was talking to someone about this. Um, a while ago and she was you know Mm. quite respect uh respectful what they were saying and everything and we had a point of you know friction because they thought that you know nurses get paid too much Uh. and i was like (laughs) honey i don't think i think not even close (laughs) i don't think nurses get paid enough you're not even close. And I'm not even <laughs> trying to sound that to be, like, kiss-ass. Like, oh, my God, yeah, like, yeah Emma. It's not enough. You what, get more. <laughs> you know, you see the work, and, you know, some people are like, oh, nurses are grouchy. I'm like, honey, if you had to, like, literally mm-hmm. clean up shit and, like, you know, mm-hmm. help someone go to the bathroom. I, I understand it's part of the job, but, like, people are doing that. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take care of another human being and keep them alive, I will sign your paycheck myself. Take what you need. Well, and and here's the thing. Like, I, I you know, it's not, like... And like without saying too much because it's also like you gotta anyways but I mean obviously with with anything there are unfortunately like people who yeah maybe are having bad days or you know what I mean that you have a bad experience with like I mean we I think everybody has an emergency room story that's like 
you know, this didn't happen at this time. I was upset. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't like what happened. I'm Like, everyone yeah. has stories like 100%. that with anything, really, where there was maybe just a person who, you know, didn't treat you as you would have liked to be treated. But overall, I mean, nurses are really hard workers and, you know, every nurse that I had come in contact with was compassionate, caring, thoughtful. Um, and also, I mean, short-staffed a lot of the time. Like, don't get me wrong, short-staffed in terms of what's in the budget, no, they're working at full capacity, like, they have enough people. Yeah. But in terms of the amount of work that you have to do, the, like, the level of care that you should be able to provide, you can't if there's mm-hmm. not enough people. If yeah. there's not enough money in the budget to hire enough people and keep enough people on that are also working regularly, because, like, especially in hospitals, things change so quickly. Yeah. I mean, policies are changing all the time. Um, the way that you're doing your job changes all the time. The things that you need to check for the patients changes all the time. So, you know, there's only so many people that get full-time positions. Yeah. And then there's a lot of um, part-time and casual. Mm-hmm. If you're working part-time and casual, especially casual, and you're not there all the time, it every time you're kind of coming in, it's like a refresher course. Yeah. Because you're not doing it every day, yeah. which makes you less, you know, efficient. Like, there's just so many things that go into, mm-hmm. I feel like, why... And I think some people don't understand, like, that's what the budget is affecting, is, like, level mm-hmm. of care. I think mm-hmm. in some people's minds, yeah. th- you Which know, Which is why Alberta, they're maybe more short. <laughs> yeah, with fucking Jason fuckface tater tot, sorry if... Oh, but. literally the product of inbreeding and stupidity <laughs> rolled into one short, ugly, fat little man. And I have no <laughs> issue saying that with my whole chest. I'm he proud. is. Say it out loud. <laughs> Say it for the people in the back. Literally, I. Oh no, ma'am. I and that's can't. Okay, because he has literally shat all over us during this pandemic. Yes. And I don't think it's right. I think a big death. red. <laughs> yeah, and he's not gonna admit to that. Obviously, mm-hmm. he won't. But I think a big red flag. I think it was March. It was like a week and a half, maybe two weeks. I could be wrong here. Mm-hmm. Where we almost shut down. He was like announcing budget cuts to healthcare. Yep, I'm like, literally. what fucking planet are you on? Literally. It makes we're, no sense. We've got a pandemic that mm-hmm. is here locally now. It's not just in China. Mm-mm. It's not just in Europe. It's local. And yeah. you're like, okay, we're going to make some healthcare budget cuts. It doesn't make sense. And not only that, like, a thing that he did is, and because he's been making so many changes in the midst of something where people are distracted. And I mean, he knows that. He knows that people are focusing on COVID. So he's doing a lot of really snaky, sneaky things. And people aren't getting mad about it. Like, he literally made it so that now nurses um, can be redeployed to COVID units, right? Like, yeah. and that's always been, like, a thing. Like, don't get me wrong. You can get moved to a unit if they need help, if they're short-staffed, whatever. Um, but before, there was a protection in place for workers that if the conditions were unsafe or if you personally had reasons why you going to this area just didn't work and they were valid reasons whether it was you had medical conditions whether you know what i mean but you had a reason to not be redeployed you wouldn't get fired for that you were safe he took away that protection so now if someone if you get redeployed to a covid unit and you have let's say a full like you have a brand new baby at home but you're still working as a nurse and like it would be really unsafe for you of all people to be going there or you have maybe, you know, maybe you had cancer in the past and, you know, you're immunocompromised, whatever it is, mm-hmm. before you could have said, no, this wouldn't be safe for me and I'm not comfortable with that. Now, you could just be fired. That is, and that's really <laughs> hard to hear 
you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. as, I'll just say regular citizen because you're a nurse. You're a frontline well, worker. I'll say that because it's I mean, true. Like, don't <laughs> underplay what nurses are doing. Like, I think well, the field that you're going into right now, mm-hmm. especially considering the climate in Alberta, like, mm-hmm. hats off to you because <laughs> I don't know how you could fucking deal with that man. I, I know you don't deal with him on a daily basis, but, but I just hate... You know, government officials like that who stick their beak in shit they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. thing that they don't understand. And I really hated when people say, oh, you know, nurses, this is their job. I'm like, okay, it's not, mm-hmm. no one's 100% prepared for some shit like this. No, no. one could have predicted. Well, some people did predict. Well, that's a whole yeah, thing. but it's, it's hard to because it's like, while, like, for me, I... I always saw, like, I wanted, like, I've always known I wanted to do something that were, like, was helping people, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, um, I personally, like, I love when I do a good job, like, I really love when I'm able to go the extra mile and make sure that, like, I'm, I'm helping my patient or my client and, and finding out what they need genuinely, like, that makes me happy and that makes me feel good knowing that, like, I did everything that I could and made sure, like, you know, pain was managed or, like, whatever it is that I need to do, like, I feel good about that. But what I find hard is that, like, people think that now because you're a healthcare worker or because this is something that you've chosen to do, your life is less valuable to you all of a sudden. And, like, it's not that I want anyone to die or, like, not be taken care of, but not at the expense of my life either. Yeah. I don't think that, like, I should feel okay about putting myself completely at risk to possibly die and bring that home to my family, too. 100%. Why do I have to not care about myself just for your sake? Especially for people who are having rallies downtown for anti-masks. Like, it's yes. it's hard. And it's not like I wouldn't help, but it's it it's makes frustrating. it frustrating. I, I'm going to be a pessimistic bitch here <laughs> and say that if you're out partying, if, uh, you're, out, if you're out rioting, not rioting, rallying rioting, and protesting <laughs> and you get sick, you shouldn't get care. That's your fucking fault. If you're an anti-mask bullshitter, you shouldn't get care and stuff up the healthcare system because you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be, I'm really not mm-hmm. trying to be like this harsh, mean bitch here, but it's true because it pisses me off because everyone here, you're doing your part, I'm doing my part, I can name a dozen other people, and I'm sure you can name a dozen other people mm-hmm. that are doing their part. Mm-hmm. And then you get these fuckers who don't care mm-hmm. and they ruin it for everyone else. Yep. And they put weight on the healthcare system and mm-hmm. it affects your life because mm-hmm. you're a frontline worker. And I totally get mm-hmm. why you don't want to deal with that shit because it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating, too, because it's, like, it's hard because, don't get me wrong, you you don't, like, and he, here's the thing. If you're working full-time as a nurse, and as an LPN, you make less than an RN by a good amount, but, I mean, either way, it's fine if you have full-time. If you get casual, you don't even get health care. That's, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like... You don't have health coverage. You That's don't crazy. have any of those things if you're anything other than, like, full-time or a part-time line that has coverage. So. Like. And I think <laughs> I think it needs to become, like, a conversation of, like, you know, raising standards for people who do work like this. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I got my little, got my little notebook here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to pull out some facts here. Heck, yeah. We now, love it. I hope that I'm right in these numbers, but I was reading that. $72 million in cuts for senior drug benefits is what Kenny has done. $72 million 
for uh, for seniors, you know, some of these people are like World War II veterans. Like, you know, for mm -hmm. example, like what happened with my grandma during last, I don't know if you were aware, like last summer, mm -hmm. she got really, she like broke her arm and everything. Oh my gosh. And her landlord evicted her because she wasn't home for like two weeks. What? And he evicted her, yeah. And I don't know because he couldn't That's get only a hold. two weeks? Yeah. That's all it took for you to... to and she, and, no. you know, my grandma was a tenant there for 25 years. Really? And she she would rent, she rented. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee she paid off enough money to pay, literally pay for that house. Yeah. And then her landlord just kicked her out. That's and she horrible. Was, and I was like, how the fuck is this even allowed to happen? Especially during a pandemic, considering that she's, <clears throat> excuse me, a mm -hmm. senior. She was, I think, 83. That is so horrible. And then, do you feel okay doing that, too? I don't get it. And he, apparently he was like, oh, I couldn't get a hold of anyone. I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, are you fucking serious? So you jumped to a victim? And he didn't, even he didn't even tell her or anything like that. He just put a sign on her door. And he knew she wasn't home. People like that are really frustrating, to say the least. It was just, it was just ridiculous. I'm like, how is this allowed to happen? Especially during a pandemic. I thought mm -hmm. there was like protocols to protection, protect seniors from that. But that's that's the thing yeah. with like this UPC government right now is they like to go after the three, anyone that's vulnerable. Literally, so the three big things they go mm -hmm. after kids, mm -hmm. so education. Mm -hmm. They go after healthcare mm -hmm. nurses, mm -hmm. and they go after seniors because they're like, oh well, I guess you're not that valuable. No, literally, and like. It's just, like, he's relentless in what he's willing to do. I mean, and they're also, like, they're bigots. They're racist. They're homophobes. They are just the worst type of people. They literally just perpetuate oil and gas is the only way to go. It's the only way to make money. But it's, like, and, like, all they care about is the economy. They don't care about people. But, like, also what's confusing, like, the most confusing about the UCP is that, like, you don't care about people. You care about money. But everything you do is so counterintuitive for the economy. You mm -hmm. are literally making it worse. You're making it... Like, we're more in debt. We're more unstable. Like, the things that you do negatively impact the very thing that you are also horny for. Mm -hmm. So, on top of your stupidity, your bigotry, your horrible morals, and, like, the way that you are in this world, just disgusting baseline, you're also dumb enough to go against the very thing that you fight for. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> what? Tell it how it is. I am loving this. <laughs> I am loving how you're getting so passionate about this because it's something that should is people are talking about now because mm -hmm. now he's under fire. I think people realize that he's a fucking snake. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, what? You didn't see it before, but okay. And I think he's. it's so ironic or funny or whatever you want to call it that he's such a fucking hypocrite because he was mm -hmm. preaching for so long. I'm not going to... I'm not going to damage the little guy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep these small businesses going. Mm -hmm. And then he keeps malls open. Mm -hmm. But closes down the little businesses. Mm -hmm. And keeps and also doesn't give them notice when he's closing and opening. Mm -hmm. So there's restaurants buying a bunch of food and then being like, oh, we're not open yet for another four weeks, like four days or something. And he, they're just like. In limbo. Okay, cool. So I just wasted even more money. But then like tax, like he's giving tax breaks to these big oil and gas corporations. Yeah. Still. And what? you want to know here? Want to hear something? This is gonna rile you up. I know oh, it is. No. I was talking to someone a while ago, and this person had the audacity to say to me and mm -hmm. go, "Well, giving tax breaks and giving all that money back to big oil companies yeah. actually has a better trickle down effect." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just like herd immunity. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, 
where'd you escape from? Where is that logic? Sure, maybe, maybe. I'm going to say maybe in a mm-hmm. fictional, mm-hmm. utopic world. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But also in a utopic world, we don't have capitalism. Ooh. We don't have to work just to, like, breathe every day. Yeah, Emma, call me with that Sorry. one. But <laughs> I just, like, where do you get your fucking information from? Where... where the dumpster that is Jason Kenny's mouth. Like, and people listen to this fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, it's like those boys that, like, you go to high school with that come back to your Facebook that, like, love to be like, well, you know, with the herd immunity that we gotta, like, get together, um, the only way to get better is for all of us to cough on each other and next thing you know, we'll all be immune. It's like, last time I checked, the only person that said something that's stupid was the man leading this struggling province and... I don't think I can take you seriously. If someone wants to correct him. me if I'm wrong, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I remember mm-hmm. in May, like, this is when, like, peak shit was happening. Mm-hmm. This is when everything was going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember he made a series of tweets, just some ignorant fucking tweets. I could be oh, wrong, really? but I remember him saying something along the lines of, you know, this pandemic not being as bad as it seems, relating it to the flu, and just mm-hmm. kind of brushing. Downplaying. Yeah, and I remember, I, I think this scientist or um, doctor tweeted back and was like no mm-hmm. just no and like mm-hmm. i i distinctly remember that i hope i'm not wrong no i'm, I'm sure you're like right a selective memory but i was like are you fucking no he's a mini me? trump oh my god he would him and trump would be butt buddies of trump had truly them and their little hands twirling together oh my <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a sight to see Oh, Lord, I'd shoot him. I just think it's so great that people are finally looking at... I mean, they should have seen it from the beginning, like Mm -hmm. most people did. But, you know, come around eventually. That's fine with Mm -hmm. me. But another thing I have in my little, you know, notebook, because I want to bring real facts onto this. I'm going to spout some bullshit. He wanted to um, privatize health care. Yes. What the fuck? That's and he's been doing it, by the way. Like, he's been making steps to privatize our health care, and it's... it benefits nobody but the rich. Yeah. It benefits... And no, no, no. It doesn't even just benefit the rich. It benefits nobody but the rich and the white. Mm-hmm. The white rich, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... Like, even the thing that he did with the carbon tax. Or no, carbon tax, yeah. Carbon tax? No. I think so. Yeah, the carbon tax, yeah. Even what he did with that, what it does is it redistributes our tax money... Or, like, the, yeah, the tax money, it redistributes it to all of the provinces instead of keeping it in Alberta. Because mm-hmm. if there was that fail-safe with the federal one, like, when the provincial one, I guess, like, ran out or something. Yeah. Like, okay, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, like, completely clear on this <laughs> yeah, me neither. exact situation. But what ha- it was, like, what they were proposing was that there would be a federal one as a backup. Yeah. And then that's, like, the money that we would get after the provincial money yeah. was done. But, like, the way that he has it set up now, it just takes the money from our province and puts it all over Canada. And this is the man who is running things here. A man who preaches he knows everything about politics and economics and healthcare mm-hmm. and children and knows nothing. Like I was mm-hmm. fathom I was just uh, like struck like mm-hmm. I just starstruck. That's not even like the right word. Just shook. Yeah. At how he was like, Yeah, let's privatize it. I'm like and people For are like, yeah, reason? that's, you know, like, that's such a good idea. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's sit down here. Mm-hmm. Trump, Trumpy. Mm-hmm. Trump, little Kenny, baby junior. UPC, sit down for a minute here and let's explain mm-hmm. how private healthcare would work. It would not help you at all because no. you're like lower middle class, upper middle class. You're not rich. No. And that's also the problem with a lot of the people here that vote for this party is like, 
they're so like thick sometimes and so like set in their hatred that they can't see that they're literally pitting you poor people against us poor people we are all poor in the scheme of like yeah sure maybe you live in a little bit of a nicer neighborhood but you are not rich you are not genuinely wealthy aka you are on the same level as us and they are just using you to keep themselves ahead it is not about you they don't care about your well-being they don't care about what's best for you but they know that you think that you're gonna come up with them yeah they are leaving you behind oh yeah they've been leaving you behind but you think that your little fan club is going to get you somewhere higher. Mm-hmm. And it also just felt like, oh, my God, there's a small group in Alberta, not a very big one, mm. thank God, of just these, like, separatists who are like, let's leave, like, let's let's secede from Canada and everything. And <laughs> yeah, I'm we're like, landlocked. How are we going to leave? <laughs> I was like, okay, I was like, first off, Hillbilly Joe, sit down a minute and think about what that would, what, what that would entail. Um... We'd have to get new passports because mm. we're not a part of Canada. Oh. We would have to get... We would not be covered with the health care, so that would get fucked up the ass. We would not be... We would have no um, federal funding. We would have student loans, for example. Yeah. You're only getting the Alberta loan. Yeah, you're going to have to... There is no Canadian oh, loan. Oh, God. <laughs> and those are just some of the, the, the little things, but people, you mm-hmm. know, get so rolled up. And I think this is such a a weird but good but bad time yeah for politics because it's it's unfortunate that the no one wants to listen to like each other no no one wants to listen to but the other side we've had good options like yeah. well, okay mm. federal we had a good option that slipped through our fingers mm-hmm. unfortunately oh. that we're hurt. trickling we're we're teetering on we're teetering on this scale i would have to agree with you mm-hmm. it's just like i wish people would look at what are they talking about? And, like, why you don't have to stay, like, loyal to your group. Stay yeah, exactly. loyal to the best candidate. 100%. Wherever they come from. And I, I don't know why that's so hard. <laughs> I think people don't have the ability. Like, I've even, tr- I've even tried to start, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, um, you know, I voted for Jasmeet Singh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same. Good same. man. Good man. Mm-hmm. I, um, mm. But I don't, I don't mind Trudeau. Okay, mm. I don't mind him. But you Lesser to, of two evils. Exactly. And you have to be able to critique your own politician. And I think that's Absolutely. what people don't like doing because then they associate that with, oh, I'm jumping ship. It's like, no, like, you can still like the party, mm-hmm. but the, the head of the snake, like, Kenny needs to go. Like, I think the reputation for the UPC after this is yeah. just done. I mean, it was already in the toilet and trash because of who they've had for the whole yeah. the whole it's just been a long string of yikes but it's especially like undeniably in the complete and total like trash toilet yeah. now and like that's fine get over it and it's even like i know like in the states um with like obviously like biden now being in and like kamala harris um but, like, at the same time, like, a lot of people are still saying, while this is, okay, good, that, like, Trump is out, whatever, whatever, this doesn't mean that we're good. There is so much work that still needs to be done that you can't just be like, okay, perfect, now that the, like, super terrible one is gone, we're just good, and now we can sit back. No. You still need to look at what they're doing. What are they passing? Look at, like, is it actually better, or is it just better than, like, the dumpster fire that we've been living in? Mm-hmm. Because just because it's better than garbage doesn't mean that it's good. Very good point. I like, like that a lot. Just because it's better of garbage doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's any better. And that's very true. And I think people don't like 
looking at that side of politics. I think some people, no. I'm not saying all people, I think some people come become mm-hmm. very lazy. Absolutely. With actually, and I, it's so gross to hear how many mm-hmm. people I've talked to mm-hmm. where they're like, I'm just, you know, conservative because, or I'm just liberal because my parents are. I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, mm-hmm. boy, or, honey. They've always voted that way, so, like, it seems right. I'm like, you are, you know, in your 20s. Mm-hmm. You are perfectly competent and mm-hmm. capable of sitting down and doing your own research mm-hmm. and not literally regurgitating everything your fucking parents are mm-hmm. saying. And, like... And that's okay to yes. not be that way. And I think people are like, no, I have to, you know, follow what my what my parents vote for and what everyone votes for. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just fucking exhausting. And no, absolutely. And it's, it's, like, the same way, like, people say, like, oh, well, it's too much work. And, like, oh, you know, like, mm, it's hard. But it's, like, or, like, it makes them sad because of the realities of how hard and, like, oh, I, I won't make a difference. And it's just too overwhelming when I think about it. It makes me sad. But it's, like... The same way people try to, like, pretend that racism isn't an issue or say, like, well, you know, I want to care. I want to be an ally. But it's just really dark stuff. And, like, it's really, like, it's a lot to take in. It's, like, yeah, but, like, imagine imagine dealing with it. That's an everyday thing. It doesn't go anywhere. So you being able to say that, like, it's hard and you just kind of don't want to deal with it right now is a privilege. The same with voting. Like, really? You're okay with how it is now? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I 100% agree with you with that sentiment where it's like, you know, it's so easy for you to be like, it's just so hard caring. I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just shut that off for a bit. It's like people who experience that every day mm-hmm. don't have that luxury no. of just turning it off and be like, okay, I won't think about, you know, what so-and-so said to me today. Yeah. No, it's there. And it's just lack of empathy and I think it's just lack of knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. And, like, people not wanting to take on that responsibility because it's, like, I mean, if I'm honest, like, once you actually decide to take it on, like, take it on. Don't just be performative about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just a show. Like, do something. If you are going to say that you're changing and you're trying to be better or, you know what I mean, learn more, then, like, commit to that. Don't just, like, take that first step and then be like, I'm done. (laughs) I agree with Mm. you. And I think people, for some reason get intimidated with that fact it's like Mm -hmm. it it literally starts with just educating yourself literally if i'm correct Mm -hmm. and it's not that fucking hard no because you don't have to know everything no right off the bat you slowly learn more with time and you talk to people and listen 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 yeah and it's just (laughs) and it's also taking that time to to educate people in your life who Mm -hmm. are kind of ignorant to what's going on and that also Mm -hmm. helps and people just don't people think you have to be some you know activist who's protesting in the street mm. to make a difference I'm like it's not no it's not like that at all and actually like a lot of the biggest differences is like I feel like a lot of people in their lives let a lot of actions and words slide from the people around them mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like the same way you know maybe there's a like really gross family member that keeps getting invited to like all these Christmases and like family dinners and it's like why they're yeah. gross. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm, this mm-hmm. person is a horrible person to be around. Why are we even associating with them? I wish more people were like that. Like, if, if they're not willing to change. And I'm not talking about gross people. Like, not like that. But I'm saying, like, yeah, for example, 100%. racist or, like, um, um, ignorant people in your lives, let's mm-hmm. say. 
if you try to educate them and they just won't listen, like, why continue to let them then be in your life if you completely don't agree with how they think and are? Yeah. I hun- And I 100%... You know? I keep saying that, but it's true. I agree with what you're saying because it's like, well, why do you deserve to get how many chances and how, like... Mm-hmm. And I think a philosophy or, a, like, train of thought people need to adapt is, like, racism is not an opinion. <laughs> and I think people, yeah. for some reason think that it can be it's Mm -hmm. like well it's my opinion it's like no that's just Mm -hmm. pure same with politics right like they think it's an opinion and it's like it's not that there aren't certain parts of it that can't be an opinion but when we have parties that actively (laughs) incite violence literally Mm -hmm. in people and i'm not not that it's not already there that is on them but you know what i mean like when we have people act like actively putting harm out into the world it is not just an opinion people die Mm mm-hmm and if you think it's just an opinion, then, like, okay, cool. Like, have your family taken and let's see how you feel about it just being an opinion. Mm-hmm. No, you won't feel like that because it's not just an opinion. Because if it's just an opinion, it doesn't actually have, like, a true effect on other people like that. They might not like to hear, but it's not actually going to, like, affect people. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think people don't, and touching back on what you were just saying, people don't like to listen. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, being an active listener is such a skill that a lot of people need to actually work on mm-hmm. and understand what an active listener is. Mm-hmm. An active listener is looking at someone mm-hmm. and literally mm-hmm. listening to what they're saying and mm-hmm. not... You're not listening to someone when you're thinking you're ahead of what you're going to say to counteract with... That's not listening. No. Mm-mm. And as, you know, I don't know if that, if that makes sense. I hope it does. No, it does. Absolutely. Because it's like when people... Everything that you're saying, they're like, I can argue with this point, and I've got something back to say about this, and, oh, I can shut down this with this. Like, okay, so you didn't hear anything I said. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to fight. <laughs> yeah, and pe- and that's what people like doing, and I think, especially, you know, with, you know, the meme name of the umbrella of the Karens is, like, people mm-hmm. like that just, like, looking for fights. Absolutely. And they will look for fights any ways they can. They will look for fights mm-hmm. about race or mm-hmm. about, you know, mass policies and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I was ranting. I don't know if you heard the podcast where I, I did my solo podcast. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore because it's kind of weird. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I like talking to people. It's nice. Yeah. But, you know, I had experiences where people were threatening to sue me at my seasonal job because of mm-hmm. mass policies. I'm like, get oh, real. It's <laughs> the entitlement that some people have to like. And especially in this province. And what's wild to me, it's always people saying that like, now I'm oppressed somehow. Oh my god. This is god. infringing on my rights. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I just want to I just want to make sure it picks up. Yeah, I just had to make sure. I want to make sure cuz you're saying some good <laughs> shit. I don't want everyone to be able to hear everything you're saying. Every word. Literally. <laughs> Sorry for the headphone users. Um, <laughs> no. I there was this one and I already said this in one of my previous mm-hmm. podcasts. So I'll keep it short and sweet cuz I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, repeat stories like an old woman. Go ahead. <laughs> but I think you would have slapped this woman because she was, you know, mm-hmm. 40 years old, mm-hmm. white lady, mm-hmm. kind of looked like she was alone, like just that bitter and... <laughs> kind of looked like just, she was alone. Just that bitter negative energy and she came into the mm-hmm. store without a mask and we, it was very mm-hmm. clear mm-hmm. that it was a mask policy based store. Mm-hmm. A big red sign as you enter the store, said, mm-hmm. you must wear a mask upon entry. Makes we sense. can accommodate you online. That's what it said. Valid. And I went up to her and she's like, you're discriminating against me. <laughs> and I wanted to tell you this story because, like, I think Emma would have had a nice field day with this woman. 
Yeah, the eye roll would have been the first step. Um, yeah. And it's people like that who like just throw around that word nonchalant. Like you're mm-hmm. discriminating. It's like, but then can't put themselves in a position to even remotely understand why the heck anyone else that's actually been through any type of discrimination, racism, or like bigotry or institutionalized racism is actually pissed. So if you're this mad about literally nothing happening to you imagine how mad we are that we're being murdered that we were turned into leather before like mm, i don't know that like babies were murdered and like ripped from, like so many things like i can't yeah. and then you say that we need to protest nicely it's very it's a very mm-hmm. one-sided offensive tone to kind of take mm-hmm. and i remember i was standing there and you know when you're at work you gotta like keep your job mm-hmm. so i had to keep my job but I was I, I just wanted to be like lady like do you even understand what that term means? Mm-hmm. The store is not discriminating against you. We're 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 willing to accommodate you. I just want mm-hmm. you to fucking cough on me and breathe on me. Exactly. Like, like I don't want to get what you have because I'm keeping you safe right now. True discrimination is when someone walks into a store like this mm-hmm. happens at this happened at you know one of the places I work where mm-hmm. people it's racially profiling and people yeah. do that all the time especially you know where I work in, in the cities it's they racially profile indigenous people. And yeah. Nine times out of ten, some of them are just coming in just to mind their own business and of do course. whatever. But it's just kind of an insult and a slap in the face when they're like, they're like, okay, we need two people on them. No, I'm it's like, horrible. Are you fucking serious? It's horrible and it shouldn't happen because it's like, why do you think that someone's just more likely because of how they look? Like, it makes no sense. But yeah, you're discriminated against, Karen, mm-hmm. because you can't come in without a mask and you want to buy your fucking new Twilight Edward book. Right, but it's like you're doing this by choice and you could easily just slap a mask on real quick. And like, it's also funny too because Jason Kenny, <laughs> back to this Going idiot. back. Um, but like, back, black, back. We're English. so heated in this. Yes. I can't even speak. <laughs> My mouth said anger. Hello. Literally. Um, hello. <laughs> no, but um, back when. Um, Obviously, like, with George George Floyd, like, his death, and then um, the Black Lives Matter protests that were happening, um, Jason Kenney ended up making a bill so that you couldn't um, protest on any public, pro- pro- uh, public property. So any sidewalks, any streets, um, you're not allowed, which, where else, like, where else are you going to, right? A.K.A. no more protesting. Yeah. But funny how, when we have the anti-maskers downtown every sunday still by the way in 2021 we still have anti-mask rally protest thingy i don't know what to call yep. those idiots inbreeding sessions literally that's fine um, calling that yeah we still have this happening and kenny has not said a word there is no issue they have police escorts okay there are people with horses there like it is insane to me yeah and they're so <laughs> and they're oppressed Oh my god! And they're they're so calm, you know, police when dealing with that matter. And mm-hmm. the reason why Kenny does not want to have these little fucking trolls, gremlins, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them, inbreds. I like that one. I'm gonna mm-hmm. stick with that inbreds. It really fits. <laughs> <laughs> really fits into the theme of this whole fucking province being run Literally. by one. <laughs> Is that he doesn't want to go against them because those are the people that you know voted him in. Yeah, those are the people that you know. Not all of them. I'm I'm not saying, but the mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be clear. The anti-masker mm-hmm. protesters are the ones that are like die hard for this man. Mm-hmm. They are Kenny, and they're also the people who, when the Capitol was being stormed, were having pro-Trump rallies in support. Mm-hmm. These are the same people. 
And we're in Canada. I don't think, I think racist, um, excuse me, racism should be taken a little more seriously with, like, being penalized-wise. Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? And I, how real it is in Canada, too. Like, it's not just No, <laughs> and, and people, like, you know, people like saying that Canada is, like, a sliver of a hair a little mm-hmm. better. Sure. But then you, like, peel mm-hmm. off the layers and you watch videos and you hear stories. And I think Canada has a really good history if you take a look back. You know, I'm going to use, like, residential schools Absolutely. as a main example. And Indigenous history, they're very good at mm-hmm. putting a nice big wool blanket going, what? Because they try to say, oh, we, well, because we didn't have the same version of slavery that, you know, the states has for the history of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, there's slavery, slavery here. But, like, that specific history. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, no, 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 we didn't do that. So what's different? It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You have literally. It's like being an enabler. De- yeah. To that kind of behavior and not mm-hmm. condemning it. And I think. But also what happened, it's like it's so vast. And I mean, for example, the last reg- residential school closed in 1996. Yeah. Not a lot of and people pe- know that. No. And people act like it's so long ago, which even if it was so long ago traumatic yeah period but it's also like recent people don't like hearing it and that's the thing that i've also noticed too is like people like you were saying earlier they kind of like just turn off and they don't want to listen to that shit Mm -hmm. it's like well you don't get to pick and choose what parts of history you actually take seriously and what you want to learn about like no it's pretty fucked up stuff it's horrible and it's 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 vast and it's it's affected every single community and it's taken away so much of the history and the language and and opportunity and like it, it, I, I couldn't even put it into words the amount of things mm-hmm. that are stolen and that are still continued to be stolen. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people don't even understand you know the real logistics behind you know indigenous history like. Mm-mm. They technically were agreeing to, like, not really wanting to be a part of Canada. That was the agreement, that they could live mm-hmm. their own lives. But their land just keeps, their everything keeps getting smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. And, you know, take a look at, for example, like, that big ring road that was built. Sure, it makes things faster, but all that protesting that was gone. And people mm-hmm. don't want to acknowledge that or hear that because they're like, oh, like, you know... It's, you know, industrialization, it's globalization, mm-hmm. it's, you know, But they have, they have their, their land over there, like, they're fine. Yeah, and, and that's why, and people are getting so upset because Biden said no to the, to the Keystone, or correct, Keystone Pipeline, I think that's what it's called. Oh, he did? He shut he, down the pipeline? He said no. And everyone... That's the thing they've been fighting for! Yes! And that is, as someone who, as people, you and mm-hmm. I, who are both... Very knowledgeable. I think knowledgeable voters who are very aware. I think so, yeah. And we definitely educate ourselves before the time. How Jason Kenney acted pretty much so fucking surprised. And I was like, bruh. Mm Mm-hmm. This is not new. Biden has been saying for however long that he is not. He didn't want it. No. He was like, I don't want this. I think it goes over. Indigenous land. Yeah. It does. Land in the United States. And he's like, I'm not not doing that. And then Mm -hmm. Jason Kenney's like stomping his feet and making, you know, horrible not horrible remarks but pretty nasty low blows like mm-hmm. oh like you know america doesn't care about us we're the biggest trader with the states with oil like how could biden do this and this and that? i'm like you're just sweating because mm-hmm. the only thing that you fought for and the only thing that you've been giving so much like money to these corporations for this yeah and you know what's also interesting is that the ndp we're fighting for it too 
But the conservatives love to say they want their little pipeline and the NDP wouldn't give it to them. But, like, she was fighting for it. And here's the real tea on that is Mm -hmm. that NDP, this is correct information. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, 99% sure. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spread information, Mm -hmm. misinformation. But Mm -hmm. NDP was, like, let's see the... Um, tax and the payment records for this pipeline. What money went where? Let's see mm. that. I think the public... And they were like, the public has a right to know where this money went. Because there's a lot of money that has been dumped into this. And you know what UPC said? No. Oh. You're not getting access to that stuff. That is some sketchy-ass shit. Where did you get that money from from this pipeline, Kenny? Did you pull it from pensions? Mm-hmm. Did you pull it from working families? Like, where is all this money coming from? I want to see some. I do want to. I want to see some receipts. And I it's would like to. Shady shit, and this is exactly what. You well, know. I mean, that's the same man who let his cabinet or whatever go on vacation, and oh, he knew about it. Fuck. During COVID. Oh my god, I wanted Damn. to talk to you about that too specifically because, <laughs> like I said, I feel like your opinion has like a different meaning because you're a nurse and you see this shit, and I'm sure you've seen COVID wards, and I'm well, nurse in training. Yeah, like I mean, thankfully, I haven't had yeah. to like be like in it in it but Mm -hmm. i was in the hospital where like i mean don't get me wrong like there are the units in those hospitals like and it's definitely one thing that i found the most frustrating was as time went on i had to keep wearing more and more ppe yeah um and like they're not comfortable especially like goggles for example like i personally was getting migraines yeah to the point that like i couldn't think straight which that's not exactly like don't get me wrong like i make sure i'm competent like you know but you know you're incredibly uncomfortable and like it makes it so it's harder to focus but instead of like i don't know putting in place something like patients need to wear masks it's like i said it's not it's, it's <laughs> we the, wear more production it's the fucking few that ruin it for the many mm-hmm. and that's always been like that and it's so evident especially i keep sound like a goddamn parrot no say but it in this fucking province mm-hmm. no because it's, it's true yeah. it's so it's really frustrating here i mean Seeing how many people think like this man and how many people are so quick to get so mad at the NDP. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that they were perfect by any means, but they did a lot of good. And people couldn't see that. But, like, he's doing all of this bad and people are silent. Like, for the most part. The people who voted for him are not, like, screaming about how bad he is. They're like... "Mm." You know what gave me joy is going to Jason Kennedy's Instagram Mm -hmm. and reading the comments on his pictures fuck are people oh, really? slit in his throat people are like you fat dough boy like how like you fucking ruin this Ooh. province like you fat fucking liar like shit like that like people good. are coming for good cyberbully honestly <laughs> there are some people that deserve it trump for example island kenny yeah. island Daddy. i don't care <laughs> instead of love island it's trash island and then we light it on fire. Oh, my God. You know what we could do? We could put the them on... The floating island of trash! Yes! yes! Can, that's where they could go and live. We're going to send all these shitty fucking politicians and all... The, we'll just mm-hmm. we'll round up all the shitty people, too. I love it. I'm not going to kill them. I'm not going to, like, you know, it's not mass murder. But, like, just put them on a fucking garbage dump. No Have food. fun. I mean, the... They can find food on the garbage pile. Oh, my Scavenge. God. I mean, your ideals match up with this garbage, so. You are this garbage. Family? Is this your family? Long lost. Oh my god. Hey, hey, girl. How are you? And extremists you. like that, they can go. Honey, you can go. Yeah. Get the boot. No Proud one's boys. Gonna miss you. Get out. Oh my god. That whole Get out. Thing. <laughs> I, American politics gives me a headache. Yeah. I, I stay like, mm-hmm. you know, baseline up to date. But For what you need, yeah. I hate. 
I hate watching CNN sometimes. My dad will have it on because mm-hmm. he's watching it. And I just hate how fucking stupid that country is. It's just, as it's everyone says, to see. it's a third world country with a Gucci belt. T- no, no, literally. It is absolutely a third world country because where else, like, don't get me wrong, obviously. <laughs> there are There's poverty, we see it. But, like, where else do you see such, like... Poverty in a developed country ex- like, like, it's... Like, such levels of it, and not only that, that level of poverty, but then they also, on top of it, penalize the impoverished. Like, mm-hmm. I think I said that right. I yeah, hope, you yeah, did. Okay. That sounded um, <laughs> 10 to me. Thank you. Um, sometimes grammar. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's wild to see because, like, there shouldn't be this many hungry people struggling. <laughs> no, and I think it's really interesting if you look in the States. There's no middle class. I don't see it. Not I see a true. you're poor, you're rich, and, the, and that's... You know, I hate, I don't hate to say it, but, like, that's where I stand. Like, I'm not, like, a socialist, like, oh, my God, Putin, mm-hmm. Vladimir, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm no. not. But if you look at, like, Nordic countries and yes. their happiness rate because they are more socialist, like, honey, sign me the fuck up. Well, it's also because they, they have things that, like, for example, they have, like, paternity leave. Or, or sorry, sp- whoever you're with, whoever yeah. your partner is, um, because it doesn't need to be, <laughs> yeah, um, but whoever your partner is, they also get time off if you have a baby. Like, personally, I don't want kids like that, but that's an awesome thing to have. Yeah. And having, like, adequate support for um, if you want to go to school so you don't end up with a bunch of debt. Like, there's so many things in place that just help with quality of life because, I mean, we do live in a world where working is... What keeps what you, you alive, have to and do. you have to, like, sell your time to survive. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. Also, speaking of that, one thing that I find funny about people who look down on, like, sex workers and stuff like that, um, you know you're selling your body regardless of where you work, right? Uh, that's, that's such a good point. People don't like, that's another thing. People don't like talking about that. No. Like, when you take, we are covering so many <laughs> We are going topics. all I over. <laughs> when you take... Um, illegal activity like mm. prostitution out of the hands of dangerous people what mm-hmm. happens it, they can't utilize it no like I think the Netherlands is mm. pro- I, I believe it's or like Amsterdam or somewhere like, yeah one somewhere of, there yeah. prostitution is legal and it's like a it's a safe business to yeah. work mm-hmm. and it's and, and there's pe- like places that like are actually like run and like up like kept up and like um, and you're not getting abused by some pimp. No, and I think, like, they have advantage. paperwork that yeah. they actually, like, do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, it's like, a trail. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you're safe and you're in a place that you're comfortable so you're not going to, like, some sketchy place where you can then be trafficked or something. Like, yeah. so many things can happen. Like, it's, it shouldn't be dangerous and, and harmful to the people doing it. And people, f- for some reason, just like to kind of look down on that stuff. It's like... Mm-hmm. Why is that any of your goddamn business what someone decides to do? Mm-hmm. You're not judging the kid who's flipping burgers at McDonald's. No. Well, I mean, they are, but <laughs> but at the same not, time, they're not the and, same. And not in the same extent. They get to come to Christmas. Yeah. I mean, like, why is it less than? And also, half the time, you can make solid money. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you just be like, good for you? And I think <laughs> a lot of um people and even you know some branches of government mm-hmm. mm. Kenny, mm, UBC gross <laughs> <laughs> like to stick their nose in and other people's shit definitely they like this morality complex where mm-hmm. oh we're like the west we're the west you know we have like this big we're morality better here. and i st- i I, I study this shit. I talk about this stuff a lot in school. Cause, She's smart, okay. Oh, we're trying. I mean, we're trying. If I'm paying how many thousands of dollars, thanks to Kenny going up 7% per fucking yep. year. When the cap was taken off for um, 
for schooling and then you got to pay more for tuition. We love Thanks, it. Kenny. You're really trying to encourage people to stay impoverished and stay there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, I'm a history major. And some people, you know, kind of frown on that. It's like, oh, what do you do? Just read dusty books? It's like, no, we actually look at history and figure out shit. The way that you probably should look at history, like the whole picture probably, so that maybe we don't repeat it by actually looking at the whole picture instead of like sugarcoating it and like people don't see the signs again because they never actually learn about what actually happened. That's an interesting concept that you brought that up with people learning about history not wanting to repeat it because that was like my main philosophy too when I was my first three years of history. I'm in my fourth year now, Mm -hmm. but I've kind of dumped that philosophy because if you look at it, like human beings are just stupid fucking self-destructive creatures literally and you know people for the example i'm in this holocaust Mm -hmm. class and we're studying that and Mm -hmm. they're like oh like people try and argue i don't argue this Mm -hmm. it's kind of a stupid argument in my opinion where it's like okay well like let's look back at the holocaust like we learned so much we're never gonna do that again i'm like i don't believe let's talk about (laughs) some genocides that happened they're happening now post yeah post holocaust let's talk about like the rwanda genocide literally right now yeah in china the uyghur my pronunciation that's okay, yeah, that's okay. but <laughs> the muslim group that's being yep. attacked and murdered and more people have died there yep. than in the holocaust which it's not about that but you know would well, and but you know what i mean either way more yep. people have died now in this and people like to say that oh like history you know history is doomed to repeat if you don't learn about it it's like no people know People are aware of the shit that's been going on and mm-hmm. of what's happened in the past, and it still happens. So, mm-hmm. as a as a historian, mm-hmm. as a scholar, mm-hmm. I have dumped that off. I was like, you know, yeah. I just come to the dark conclusion that human beings are just fickle, stupid, stupid creatures. That's true. Who are very self destructive. It's true, it, and it's hard because like, there's no way to like genuinely actually weed out like just mean-spirited people and the people i just mean people who just aren't they have no desire to change Mm -hmm. no they're they're happiest causing harm yeah if there's no way to weed those people out so there's no way truly to completely go to like a utopian society where things are just good Mm -hmm. and but like also the issue too is that like i feel like as much as like maybe some people like learn about like the holocaust and like a lot of like the things that have happened in the past they don't actually learn like same with like canadian history like even i don't know what really happened even a fraction of it. I mean, the amount of things that they erased from history, first oh, of all. Oh, 100%. But even just the fact that you're not taught it in school. Like, I learned about the pioneers in elementary school for years. That's an interesting years. topic. Years. Yeah. Why? The, why? For why? Like, for what reason? And only, by the way, the white ones. Because, yep. for example, I didn't learn about, um, um, there was one black cowboy. Anyways, he came to Alberta. Yeah. out of all of them, too. We didn't even learn about the one minority that was, like, one of the first ones in Alberta. But, like, especially not in... Like, we don't learn about the real history to begin with. So, like, those little things, I feel like, could help for some people to kind of, like, wake up a little bit. And it's... it's, It is so on some psychic cosmic level. It's funny that you brought that up. I was just talking about Mm -hmm. that yesterday in my... Uh, I'm taking an Indigenous Studies minor. So that's why Mm. I'm taking an extra year. That's awesome. And we were just talking about that, how... Um, you know, governments pick and choose mm-hmm. history, and history is mm-hmm. always written by the winner. Mm-hmm. And that's something I was like, oh shit! Like, you it's don't true. think of it in that way because I remember the same. I'm in the same boat as you. Was where mm-hmm. you learn about the fur trade. You know, you're pretty much taught at a young age that these Europeans came and salvaged the yeah. North Americas, right? Mm-hmm. North Americas. Why did I say? No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. North Americas. 
and why they came and did all that shit. And then you're like, oh, like you know, good for them. Like they put clothes on, you know, these mm. these people. You know, like, wow, they were cold. like they gave them medicine. It's like, and then you look at shit where mm-hmm. I learned about they brought disease over and literally. There was this, ravaged there was their I communities be, literally, and there were, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone? I don't know if anyone can comment on this, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. Um, we learned about this general, and there was protests going on. I think it was Old Quebec, where there was mm-hmm. a street name after this general uh, in like you know 1900s, mm-hmm. and they were protesting it had taken down because the general actually was committing like genocide. By mm. infecting blankets with smallpox and yep. then giving it to like indigenous mm-hmm. communities, literally, and letting it just kill off <laughs> their kill communities. Them off. It's disgusting. And it's then horrible. when you look at that kind of history, people are like, "Oh." And the same with also alcohol. For example, they yep. brought alcohol into their communities, knowing full well that they've never had contact with it. So they don't. Unlike y'all, drinking it as water. Mm-hmm. And not bathing. And, I mean, the only reason they were burning so much incense wasn't because you were gods. It was because you smelled like garbage. Um, literally, no, literally. literally. <laughs> like, but, um, literally trash. Like, it's horrible. But it's, like, you introduced liquor. And then the fact that people now are, like, the, like, issue with, oh, well, it's all a choice. No, actually, it's not a choice. And people just don't understand <laughs> basic history like that, too. And I think this should be taught more at younger ages. Like, this should be, like, grade four, five, six, Absolutely. and Absolutely. Um, for example, uh, when, you know, indigenous people would leave their reserves, they would mm. lose their status. That was a thing, too. That, that is horrible. No one, no one really wants to know about their talk about that. And I'm like, you wonder why some of them were a little, you know... Not why there's style, issues but upset and have issues so yeah if you hear my dog working mm-hmm. but no one because it's an uncomfortable conversation and i think it ties well into that whole theme of it's just mm-hmm. uncomfortable and people don't care to listen but also what's frustrating is like because it's uncomfortable for some people they're like i don't want to but it's like it's uncom- like take your feelings out of it it's not about you mm-hmm. you haven't gone through anything you feeling guilt is the least you can fucking do yeah that is the least you can do in yeah. all of this. Are you kidding me? You feel guilty and that's too much for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Come call me when you get a contest. Mm-hmm. Come call me when you're ready to be an actual fucking decent human being. Literally. Because we don't have time for you. We're getting fucking annoyed with you. It's and your exhausting. Bullshit. It's exhausting in every sense of the word. <laughs> Oh. And it's especially exhausting, like we were saying, oh, wow, look oh. at us. We're at <laughs> we an going. hour and 21 minutes. This has been such a good podcast. Yes, wow, you're such, a, you're such a fun person to have on this. Thank you. I love talking with you. I it's know. so good. Like, my brain's been worked. I's so like, wow. It's just like intellectual conversation where someone doesn't get offended by an opinion. Since when? Oh, wow. we don't know her. Wow. <laughs> sorry. I'm, like I said, I'm really sorry if you can hear my dog. She's like literally purring against the door. I don't <laughs> she's so cute she's so desperate to get in here uh, I would definitely like to have you back on the podcast to talk to. more about this stuff because yes. I think we like poked on so many different things mm-hmm. and I would love to come back to and, a like, lot go of in these depth. Thi- yeah definitely yeah, because this was fun I'm sorry I, I, she's it. like scratching at the door but I want to thank you again for coming mm. on the podcast I think it was a 10 out of 10. I had so much fun, and I'm definitely excited to do it again. Yeah, we'll get um, more tea. <laughs> yes. We're getting ready for everything. So everyone listen for the next time Amazon. I will announce it on my Instagram or Twitter. Ooh. 
So if you guys want to go have a look at those, you can get some updates on what's going on. Yes. And I'm sure the next episode is going to be amazing. I can't wait to listen. Thank you. I love <laughs> this positive encouragement. It's doing great. Well and I'm so proud of you for starting this. Thank like, you. oh my gosh, she's a little professional. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep myself sane during these crazy times. Mm-hmm. But thank you again for coming on. You had such an it's such a nice intellectual person to have on the podcast. Really enjoyed literally everything that you had to say. I was like, yes, say it for the people in the back. Keep going. No, and I love the fact that like you come prepared and like you actually like know what you're talking about genuinely you know what i mean i appreciate that thank you (laughs) i love that you know i want this podcast to be fun too but i don't want this podcast to be afraid of having an opinion because what's the point of having a podcast if i can't state my opinion absolutely absolutely and i think how we're feeling right now is some (laughs) bullshit oh literally tomfoolery shenanigans okay it is Yep, she can't think of the last word, but it's a mess. Hot mess. <laughs> so thanks again for coming on the podcast. I can't wait thanks to have you back me. on again. Thanks for anyone who decided to tune in today. Mm-hmm. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Goodbye.